Hello guys, welcome to Run Planet 365 and on today's episode we're going to talk about um, how to track your fitness over time and how does fitness change over time and how do we know that we're getting better or how do we know that we're on the right track and so on. So the most important thing when it comes to fitness is to really understand uh, what fitness is and what do I mean by fitness uh, uh, in terms of how good you are um, in, a, in training or how good you are in racing? Those are all three different things, right? Um, but in, in this regards, in this episode, when we talk about fitness, we talk about knowing exactly where you are, knowing exactly how long it's going to take for you to get somewhere, and how to track that? You know, how do you know that when you're getting out there, how do you know that you're getting better? And um, uh, most disappointing thing probably for most people is to, to think that fitness changes over time or it changes quickly. And unfortunately with running, fitness comes very slow and it takes consistency and time. That's why I always said that fitness is invisible. Uh, but when you put 12 weeks into running, in training you definitely will see uh, some good results come out of it if you are challenging your body in a way, right? That's why we have workout days. That's why we have easy days, recovery. So the most important thing um, as a coach that I've always told people is you need to understand the dynamics of how fitness changes and how to get better because there's a way that you can actually be training all the time without getting better because if you miss out the proper t way of you know dividing fitness or improving fitness you will not actually improve right so to start off what i use is a you know a three-day cycle basically you know we have a, a stress day and then we have a recovery day and then we have another easy maybe a little bit of moderate day the day before workout but not always the way I use, I use a nine-day cycle for for myself or for, um, you know, for my wife. Uh, it's because we're at altitude. Usually when we're at like, we, I actually have always used the nine-day cycle on people that don't like work. Uh, so my wife can, can do long runs any time of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, if we don't really go by days. But a lot of times people that have jobs and are very busy, you know, seven-day cycle is probably the best. Um because you're not going to be able to get your long runs on Tuesday and Wednesday and so on. Well, not many of us can, but uh, but the, besides the point is why we're trying to do is in you know in and even if you have a seven day cycle and you can still get two workouts and a long run, uh, provided that the long run is not a workout, then that always works out and that's typically. A doable uh, because there are some easy days there are some rest days for people during the week the, the way that the body improves right so uh, so the most important thing is I've learned over time is that the easy days um, are very crucial so it's 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 kind of like it's kind of it's kind of hard to like explain in but I will try to explain that the workouts that the, 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 that we're trying to our body to we, every time you go for a workout right like a main workout whether it be speed 
whether it be tempo run, uh, long run, steady run, any any kind of non-easy day. We, we're trying to kind of embarrass the body, right? The goal is to embarrass the body in terms of like, you know, give enough challenge to where the body says, oh, well, I have to adapt. This is too hard for me. This is, this is, this does not feel great. So, you know, next time you do the workout, you can go farther and farther and you have to extend, you know, it's, if you just keep doing the same workout and you don't change the pace or anything, you know, it will be harder for you to get faster, um, by a lot because you're not, you know, you're not providing the body that stimulus that you want them to adapt. Okay. But once you once you provide a stimulus and you can always you know improve with each session. So for example, if you start doing your, like marathon workouts, right, and you go like three times, you know, twenty minutes. Next time you maybe go three times twenty five. You know, then you can go maybe um, you know maybe you can go two times thirty. You know, so on. It always. Um, you always have to like do it in in that kind of manner, progressing, and then you have to monitor. Like, hey, am I? First of all, when you do these workouts, right, you want to make sure that we do them at the right intensity. So, for example, we here uh, we monitor like Jane's intensity with heart rate. Right, it's pretty accurate for us. We know exactly what effort we're producing. Uh, we know exactly how we need to feel, how we're recovering. Then we also have Koro's app where we're able to see, well, how much did this workout bring us down? You know, like it says sometimes, you know, 24 hours recovery, 48, whatever. And then we will not do the next proper, you know, big workout unless that we see that, hey, we've recovered 100% or 90, you know, close to being fresh. And then when we're fresh, then we're able to do really good workouts, right? When, because at the end of the, specifically now, like, you know, if I'm looking at dates, you know, there's only about uh, realistically six weeks to go or seven weeks to, not counting this week, you know, to the marathon in the fall. So realistically, this is where like that highest mileage is happening. This is where the highest, the hardest workouts are happening right now. And you have to be able to, you know, monitor um, your improvement and you have to and you have to make sure that, hey, I'm getting stronger with each session. I'm adding a little bit of this, but I'm also I'm either getting stronger or my heart rate is getting lower or I'm feeling better and I'm recovering well, because if you don't recover well, right then you're not gonna adapt and so that every time when you go for those two other easy days you know if we did something like much faster more important long run or you know like the other day she did 25 miles at uh, 615 pace at altitude we want to make sure that you know not so much that it was fast it was good pace but we don't want to be um the word is here. We don't want to be overtired. We don't. We want to recover from that, from that volume run. We want to make sure that, hey, instead of two days, let's take three days. We take three days. All of a sudden, that extra day allows body to super compensate. You're now, you know, feeling much better, much better. When you go for the next workout, you know, the speed session, you, you feel good. And all of a sudden, you're back in a rhythm. After the speed session, 
you know, you, you, again, you have your two easy days and then you have your big workout again. Now, remember, not always you need two easy days because why we're doing for us two easy days because we are at altitude. So recovery is slower. The tear, like the heels are more brutal. Also, our workouts are more intense than just regular workouts. So, you know, you, we're not going doing, you know, just, you know, 10 times 400 or eight, you know, or eight by K, you know, we're not doing like, I usually used to do that sea level, just like Tuesday, kind of Friday, Sunday thing. And, you know, the workouts are not too crazy. So that's, you'll recover pretty quick from them. But here, but here we definitely recover a little bit slower and we want to make sure that, you know, you improve. So what we use is, is we use Coro's base, um, Coro's app, and there's this base scores, right? And we also try to optimize all the time. We want to make sure that we are, that we, our base score is improving weekly, you know. I mean, obviously, you're not going to improve every day, but in a week, uh, we try to go for five to six points of base points. And, you know, if you keep adding that, that, that adds up a lot. Like, I went from 98 to like 125 right now in one in five weeks you know so that's really good you know for me that's really good obviously as i I was at low all time low when i was at the 95 or lower because i was um doing some lower mileage for a few weeks but definitely that's how we monitor and not only you want to know you know hey i'm improving i'm getting better also you you know like when you get better you have to rest better you have to do all the small things all the time to make sure that you are not leaving no stone behind okay so that's what we always do uh, that's how we monitor our fitness we we first of all we we have our ring and we have coral swatch and heart rate and those are the only things that we really need anything else is pretty much from our minds we know exactly hey how do you feel you know let's take an easy day or do we need an additional day like i said the last seven weeks you know before your marathon you know you we do have a schedule we do have a kind of like we know what we want to do but we don't know if we're going to do it thursday or friday or saturday sometimes we we go by and we we estimate that hey you know what we should be okay by friday and we will do this workout if things are okay if you're feeling good Obviously, workouts can be changed on the go sometimes, like not always it's a good idea, but like the other day we we're going to do a fart lick 10 times 2 minutes and 10 times 1 minute, but I realized that something was off and Jane was breathing like too heavy for the 2 minutes, so we're not just hitting the pace or something, because we wanted this to be a speed session, not a stamina session, so I said, you know what? scratch it after we did two times two minutes we just said let's go back let's just go into one on one off or in it let's go for like seven miles and that uh helped us better we were able to hit five flat pace for most of the one minutes on and then recover at like 730 pace 740 pace for the easy ones but but that's what, what i call adapting on the run sometimes I, it helped us a lot so we were able to do all these things uh that we needed along the way um but 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 knowing guys for you is 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 you know how to track fitness and i always said look if you're serious about running and if you like running coral swatch and them guys they did i don't even know but i want to get this thing they have a new uh one of my 
athletes, uh, Shauna that I coach, told me about it, that they have this new band, heart rate. You put it on your arm and yeah, it's it, it measures the heart rate the same as, um, you know, the, the chest heart rate. Uh, so that's something I'd be interested in. But all you need to guys is, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a watch. Chorus is $199, you know, I got nothing, to, I'm not sponsored by Chorus or anything, I just, you know, when the product is really good, you, you just, you don't even mind suggesting it because you know it's great. Uh, the app is better, the watch is pretty simple, but that's all you really need, a simple watch uh, and, 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 and the app. Uh, but to be able to track your fitness, be able to understand, like, all the gadgets in the fitness, say, like, like, am I, you know, how much time did I spend in this zone? If you, you know, they got the four scores as well, you know, you can see, hey, I'm good at base or I'm not good at stamina, speed or sprinting or whatever. And then you know that you know, it tells you, you know, if you need to do, you can do this and this kind of like this is where you are situated. And uh, all these little things. It just helps as coach, as a, especially for me, you know, coaching athletes. And many of my athletes have chorus, uh, or my wife has chorus, and myself. Just being able to like see that stuff in a computer, understand it, know exactly what kind of workouts do we need to to keep bumping things up, because there's you shouldn't be training and not improving. Now it does happen. It does happen to the best of us. It's normal. Like for my wife, this winter she struggled. She was training, training, but the body was not adapting. You could also be training and not adapting. And that's 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 where you gotta ask yourself some hard questions. So, hey, you know, am I not exec- if it's the work is it something to do with workouts? Is it something to do with my life? Is it something to do with something else? You gotta figure it out. Because if you you know, if you're adapting, your base fitness is gonna go up. If you're doing, you know, if you're doing all the little things that you need, you're going to get better. And when you get better, you know, the body is is going to, you know, get better. And and, and and it shows in numbers on in chorus. It shows that, hey, you know, five weeks ago, I come here with this fitness. Now, five weeks later, I'm 28 points up, right? And, you know, if you talk about it, you know, you can gain about four points or five points per week, and, and you know, you say, hey, the longer you can get five points each week, just imagine how much more of your base fitness goes up. Now, that necessarily doesn't mean that overall, like you're sharp specific, but it just means that, hey, your base fitness score in general last seven weeks is pretty high. And once you have a, like the highest possible, um, you know, base fitness score then now you can start you know doing some you can reduce the mileage a little bit and hit some more quality workouts um, along the way and you will still you know remain at base fitness high maybe improve but now you're improving more specific fitness like just before the marathon guys like usually the last three months before the marathon are very crucial because we now focus we now shift the focus on executing marathon workouts executing what you're trying to do you know like hey a 30k a 40k run 35k you know those are all runs that you know we me and my wife have done so far here we know that hey you know marathon is a distance endurance game you need to be comfortable being out there for you know for the same amount of time you know that you're going to be running for faster runners now 
I don't necessarily suggest for, you know, if you're going to be running a marathon in four or five hours that you need to go out there and run four or five hours. I still call like the three hour mark the maximum, you know, uh, honestly, even if you, if you're cap if, even if you're running about, you know, two to two and a half hours long runs, you will be fine. Come to your marathon day. You'll be fine. There's no need to leave your race and suffer in training. The body can do great things. So, you know, adding another hour in a race, it's not going to be an issue for the body. It's not as long as you've trained and as long as you've fit, you know, done at least, you know, for two to three hours in training, you, you can go even four or four and a half. You don't have to go four and a half or five hours in, in training just so because you're going to be running a five hour marathon. Because imagine just being in training for five hours. That's a long time. So I kind of try to, uh, I try to like I cut it off around three hours. And honestly, I think it's good enough, you know, um, because uh, remember, by running sometimes, uh, like how uh, professionals, when for my wife, for example, runs all the time twice per day, most days, that still counts as endurance. And each time, you know, you're just, you know, your body knows that you're going to run twice a day. And that's like, that's really a norm for top level athletes. Uh, there's You'll not meet many athletes that only run once. Especially around the world, the highest ones, even I even seen athletes, many athletes run three times. So it's nothing like uh, running three times a day also. It's very common. Uh, not for everybody, of course, but I've seen it for professional athletes. So, um, But yeah, guys, uh, knowing a good program, knowing um, if you're adapting, having all these gadgets and, you know, obviously, you know, just it helps you to, if you realize maybe you're doing a mistake or, or you're not improving or you're not working hard enough, then you have that chorus app and you have everything in there if you as a coach for me it's very easy to go in there and understand each of my athletes because it helps me to know exactly hey i know what this athlete needs today hey well here's the pace it confirms hey let's put this athlete to do this and so on and that's and that's how and that's how we improve guys you know that's how we improve um by tracking fitness by executing workouts properly and by recovering properly, you know, it doesn't matter if you can do the greatest workouts on the planet. If you don't recover, you're not going to adapt. So, and when a lot of times what people do, the biggest mistake is they go out and they, they run moderate a lot, like, you know, kind of not fast, not slow. And then they struggle to hit the workout days. And then they take it out again on a moderate day. You know, they get angry that they didn't hit the workout day. So they go, they go run faster on a moderate day. And that cycle, never ending, vicious cycle continues. So I always wanted to say to people like, hey, you need to be more um, cautious. You need to be more understanding how to build your fitness. And you need to understand like, you know, first of all, are you adapting? Is, you know, what the training that you're doing, is it too easy? Is it too hard? Is it in the sweet spot? We want it to be in the optimal range. We, if you're going to be in the optimal range and you're recovering well, you're not stressed at work and other things. Remember, like the body doesn't know any stress. It just knows like, hey, this and this athlete is giving me this and this. I need to adapt. If there's stress coming from home, there's stress coming from work. All of a sudden, there's too much stress and the body says, okay, that's too much. We can't improve. And that's it. It re re refuses to improve. Just like a lot of times, 
It can be when people try to lose weight. Once the body refuses to lose weight and it doesn't want to lose weight, it will not lose weight. And no matter what you do. So you really got to be careful about how you build your fitness. And if you monitor that, as I told you guys, you will know that. And this is not the only way to monitor, right? There's so many different ways. But that's what I just monitoring with my uh, statistics with my hour ring, my base fitness, and obviously the higher your base fitness, the better your workouts are going to be, the more you can handle, and in, in fact, if you can have better workouts, then your base fitness scores goes up even more, you know, as long as you stay in that sweet spot, and you don't overcook it, you don't overdo it, you will be very successful as a runner, and of, of course, remember that in each cycle, you're not always going to go up. You're going to go down sometimes. And after the race, maybe you're going to take two weeks off. You're going to lose some of that fitness. And then you're going to start building up again slowly. The body works like that. The body's not capable of always being on, on, on. Just like, um, you know, in basketball, you know, when you play 82 games plus playoffs. <coughs> when you play 82 games, guys. And like playoffs, at the end of the day, when you're finished with it, the body just wants break. So you have to give the break when the body wants the break. If you've done the work, if you've done a good amount of training, eh, we call that um, rejuvenary recovery period. It's very important. It's kind of like part of the training. If you don't take the two weeks off after the marathon, uh, then you you you, re- you risk a long-term development. You know, it's like there's no rush. You, you, you've done a good job. You now need to relax. You now need to um, improve. So for those of you, you know, uh, um, targeting a fall marathon, guys, you know, right now is that it's the biggest month or the last month, but the hardest month is usually if you're going to run in September, uh, if you're running like maybe in Berlin or something like that, um, right now, August is the hardest month. You know, it's, it's, it's really like, you know, to put in the finishing touches of your performance to do everything. And then really starting September, uh, to, you know, it's, it's three weeks down and now it's, you're just now all about maintaining, 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 and and you're not anymore trying to, um, improve too much. You're just trying to do, maintain you know refresh the body keep the body at at you know at good good um, quality and be ready to go you know and that's how training works so anyway guys uh thank you for listening to this episode remember uh tracking your fitness uh, is very important to make sure that you're on the right track if you don't track your fitness if you don't do some sort of like time trials or even even some sort of heart rate runs that you can some way it doesn't matter how you monitor your fitness but obviously if we're talking about data then Coros it shows us this data and data usually is right when we go out there and do it physically it it pretty much agrees what the data is saying so it's not that and remember it's very hard to like improve right the better you are the harder it is to improve like it's gonna be hard work because you have to do something in training that you've never done before and if you if you keep doing what you always did, your body's not going to improve. So you always got to mix the ways. And, you know, that's why I always prepare a lot of people. I say, look, we're going to do some base training. We're going to get the body ready for, you know, a few months. And then it's time to hit some good workouts. It's then it's time to take yourself to the next level. And you got to have to, you know, in a, just because something, you know, um, training is hard, right? And, and when you go run 
particularly in the workout days, they're hard days, you know, but, but, but if you do them correctly and if the body's ready and everybody's, you know, working with how we want, your body will adapt. You just got to make sure to know when to go for these workouts and how to recover and, and how to improve from them. And once you do all those things, guys, you will be very, very successful. Okay, so thank you for listening to this episode. And remember that you are seeking small improvement every, you know, one month. You know, you are not going to improve like crazy. You're not going to be the next Kipchoge in one month or one week. Running takes time. Everything takes time. So you got to be very, very, very patient when it comes to running. Just do exactly what you need to do every day. And and it's kind of like one of those things when you plant something you know, and you're going to take it out in three months, well, don't look at it, what's underneath it, you know, like, let it grow, know that the growth is happening, and then when, when you're going to be taking out the tree, or whatever, those things that you're taking out, plants, or whatever you seeded, it will be there, it will be there, as long as you're doing what you're supposed to be there, don't try to, like, take it off, and always wonder, like, why is my fitness this, why is my fitness here, what should I, you know, like, just know that it's happening, you're putting in the work, you reco- all you have to do is recover, recover, recover. And then, you know, as long as you're stressing the body and as long as you're allowing it to to um, recover, you will improve. Okay? So that's pretty simple. But remember, the process takes time, guys. It's You're not going to be, you know, you're not going to go from, from you're not going to drop just minutes just like that without putting in the work. You got to put in the work. And that's the hardest part. We all get excited about doing something. Even, you know, when I told my wife, hey, you know, we're going to train in Kenya, we got to go put in, you know, it's, of course, it sounds so exciting, but even when you get here, you, you got to put in the work and, you know, after some few weeks, the excitement is gone and, but the hills and, and the altitude is waiting for you and you still got to put in the work and obviously seeing the world-class runners run next to you, or around you motivates you and you know that, hey, I want to be like these guys. I want to be one of these fine days, be like one of the best in the world. And that's why we're here. That's why we're here to get to, to be the best. And, um, you know, that's why we're training hard and, and trying to accomplish um, dreams. And, and remember, dreams take a very long time. But we, you, me, and everybody else is capable. And, and success is available to everybody, to you, me, and everybody. It's not like who improves most. It's if we all improve, we all win. Okay? Understand that, guys. It's not about who can bet who can be better and things like that. It's about improving, self-improving, just being the best version of yourself. And you know, that's 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 good enough to be a winner in my books. All right. Have a good day, guys. See you on the next episode.